Welcome to Weaver's Motor Fuel Tax Minute. Today, we will talk about the Superfund tax. And before we step into that, I want to introduce myself. My name is Imelda Santisteban. I'm the Motor Fuel Tax uh, Director here at Weaver, and I'm joined by... Leanne Silva, and I'm also a Motor Fuel Tax Director here at Weaver. So today, we're going to talk about some fun stuff. Superfund chemical excise tax. It sounds super fun, right? We know that the IRS reinstated the Superfund excise tax effective July 1st, 2022. And with that, there's been a lot of uh, buzz around the Superfund tax. And today we'd like to just touch base on some positive notes on the Superfund tax and also a couple of things that are uh, still out on verdict and we still haven't received some information on that. So today, uh, as we talk about that, we're gonna talk about the FAQs that the IRS has uh, published on June 24th. I think that was a great direction uh, for the oil and gas industry to receive some answers to questions that we have. And there's still some pending registration items that we still don't have a lot of answers to. And I'm going to turn that over to Leanne to discuss the federal 637 registrations. That's right, Emilda. There was a lot of great information in the FAQs that the IRS put out, but a couple of the big outstanding registration questions relate to what um, happens with regards to the taxability of a transaction while a registration is pending, and also who can actually obtain a G registration if they're transacting in intermediate hydrocarbon streams or inventory exchanges. On that first question regarding pending registrations, I did have a telephone call with the IRS where they told me that applicants with pending registrations will not be able to transact tax-free until those applications are fully processed. That means if they're in the middle of a chain between other entities that have obtained a registration, there would have to be tax imposed on those transactions, which of course complicates the entire transaction in terms of passing the tax along, claiming an exemption or a refund. And we don't have any clear guidance on how that might work. When it comes to transactions involving multiple parties um, and who can be registered, the statute states that it would only be importers or manufacturers of taxable chemicals and substances. The issue that arises is if you've got an importer or manufacturer selling to a wholesale distributor, selling to somebody else who is also an importer and manufacturer. If the two on either end are able to be registered as a G registrant and transact in intermediate hydrocarbon streams and inventory exchanges tax-free, what happens to the person in the middle? That's a question we still have outstanding with the IRS as to how strictly the statute is going to be interpreted on that issue of importers and manufacturers. And if it is being strictly interpreted, again, what is the process for credits and registrations? So those are our outstanding questions. I'm going to turn it back to Emilda for a little bit of good news when it comes to the reporting. Yeah, so when it comes to the reporting, I think that we have a, a good 6627 form now, Leanne. I think there's some rates out there uh, which has answered some questions. But there's still uh, some concerns with, to be honest with you, with some of the the substance taxes that, you know, not all the rates are out there for all 151 substances. Um, the, the good thing is that the 6627 form has been updated. It's out there. The 720 form is still yet to be seen. I, I think uh, there's also the exemption certificates that, you know, we've seen a couple of those being drafted by the oil and gas industry folks. And I think we're seeing those in the market right now. 
So I think there's there's some good movement there in that direction. Um, I think there's still some outstanding taxability questions. Like you said, there's some 637 registrations that are pending. And, you know, folks don't know how to handle that right now. So I, I think there's some good takeaways. You know, the 720 form is still pending, but they're working on it. 6627 form is updated with some rates. Um, I think it's still going to be a learning process this quarter for Q3 2022. And I think that we'll see more develop here in the next two weeks or so. Yeah, I agree. We are on day 11 of reinstatement of the tax. And hopefully as time goes on, we will get answers to those questions. Um, that was our Motor Fuel Minute for today. We will be providing these um, Motor Fuel Minutes weekly with some useful information on what is happening in the motor fuel industry. And we hope that you'll join us for an upcoming webinar on the Superfund tax, where hopefully we can provide answers to the questions that we put out today. Look out for some more information on that. I'm Leanne Sobel. And Imelda Santiago Stevan with Weaver. Thank you. Thank you.